Welcome, weary travelers. You are just in time for another episode of the For Crits and Giggles podcast. I am Kieran Bennett, your dungeon master for this tale, and joining me this evening is Sam Clark. <sighs> what did I miss? Also with me is Aguilan Newman. Hello. Hannah Calvert. Hey, guys. And not joining us this evening is Nick. Hello, everyone. So, yeah, welcome to welcome to the next episode of Four Crits and Giggles. Um, <clears throat> how are you all doing? How are you all doing? Stinking hot. <laughs> yeah, it is very warm. It is very, very warm. <clears throat> I'm currently enjoying a ice-cold beverage. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think we'll just rip straight into it because it is so stinking hot. Um, and we're all pretty desperate to just, like, soak in ice. I'm just going to go sit in the fridge. <laughs> uh, Gillen, would you like to remind us all uh, what happened? Oh, shit. Sorry. No, I'll just, I'll just start that one again. I'd like to first apologize for the last episode being so tragically late. We did apologize um, during the episode as well. Oh, yeah. No, we did. But, but, but we were like, oh, it'll only be like a, a day late. And then it ended up being like four <laughs> days late um, because I had to go and... Um, I actually don't take, take care of my mum because she went to the hospital. <laughs> so good excuse. I think people will let you off. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's it's yeah, relatively I think, I think legit. It, yeah, I think you're okay. I, I, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was pretty legit at the time. Um, yeah, and, and this one will be late as well, just because we couldn't we couldn't match up our recording. So this will come out on Saturday. And yeah, but anyway, um, but yeah, Aguilan, I forget what what happened last week. Can you remind well, us? I will. I will remind you. Previously on for kits and giggles, crits, sorry, and giggles. <laughs> Still on a quiz to recover the missing Your moment, and it's ruined. It okay, let me, I'm going to do it again. Thank you for asking me, Karen. Previously on for crits and giggles, Still on a quest to recover their missing memories in the city of Fernshire, our heroes take a detour to rout a few orcs in the village of Leafton. After laying an ingenious monk-based trap and handily destroying a few orcs and covering a meditating Poe, Anya, Mithras, and Mordai descend into the basement of a ruined tower. There, they roundly destroyed a group of orcs, with Mithras dispatching one in a shockingly bloody way. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we drew to a close as our heroes stepped over the bodies and prepared to loot the hideout. And now, the next episode of Four Crits and Giggles. So, Anya and Mordai. And Mithras, but he can't actually hear me. You're currently at the moment standing in uh, what looks like to be the, the orcs sort of underground camp type thing. Um, so in front of you is kind of like this, this ruined sort of fire pit that's obviously been very well used. And uh, some bedrolls are around it. And also in the room is uh, kind of like a, a little sort of uh, makeshift desk uh, and like a chest. So uh, you guys can, you know, obviously steal all the shit if you like. <laughs> um. So there's chests uh, or single chests. There's, there's one chest. There's one just chest. one chest. Yeah. Hmm. Hang on a second. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did we not hmm. open a chest last time? Uh, yeah, you did. And you did like this whole extra bit. We like went to like the next village and everything, but listening to it, it made for really lame podcasting. Mm. Um, so I have cut it up to this point, and so you guys are basically going to actually play through what I described last time, and hopefully it will be uh, less lame. 
Um, okay, cool. <laughs> if I recall, the chest was trapped. <laughs> yes, I was trying so, to get it. It's not just open there. But we don't know that, so... Yeah, oh, we and don't know it's not table top now. What do we do? Yeah. Is Nick here, or is he... Uh, Mith Mithras is currently... He's oh, getting no, one of the bows from one of the dead guys. Remember, that's what he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's really preoccupied with that at the moment. He's um, you know he's wanting to make sure that he picks the right one. He's also got this kind of glazed look in his face. He's got a little bit of dribble in his skin too. <laughs> Are we talking about Nick or Mithras? Oh, <laughs> oh kill him! You'll never know. Don't tell him. <laughs> no, he won't. He won't ever know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, see so well, what do you guys want to do. I. Uh, detecting some malice in the room. I'm gonna check for traps on this chest before I go ahead and open it. Go for it. Um, <laughs> that's dexterity, right? Uh, roll, a, roll a perception check. Perception, okay. And that's... That's, uh, hmm, what's what's my best uh, advantage? Perception is wisdom. Oh, sweet. I yeah. got quite a bit of that. Um, so I got 12 plus 3. I got 15. 15? All right, so you're, you're sort of like you're looking around the the chest for for traps, and then you notice that uh, one of the orcs has kind of rigged a, a crude dart trap on the lid of the chest. And if you were to to open the chest just straight up, uh, you'd get shot with a with a you know a knife or something. You know, you're, you're not 100 percent sure because obviously you haven't sprung the trap, but there is definitely a trap there. Can I see any way to disarm it before without opening it? Smash with the stuff. Um. <laughs> I'd like you to make another perception check to see if you can you can spot away. Um, I got six. You got six. Yeah. You are you're you're pretty confident that if you were to uh, play around with the one of the hinges, it would probably disarm the trap. Huh. Hey Anya, do you want to just like exit the room real quick? I'm gonna exit. I'm gonna open this chest from behind. So if the trap does go off, it'll just shoot it. Now. Okay. Anya slowly backs out of the room and peeks around the corner just very slightly i poise behind the chest and uh just open it from the back <laughs> a dart shoots out of the chest and clatters <laughs> harmlessly against the wall yes. oh where was mithras at this point <laughs> he's looking at bows well so he's back he's in the, he's back in the other room picking oh, up a bow yeah. cool so what's in the chest uh well inside the chest uh there are a couple of small uh bags um and a few uh, sort of interesting little items. Uh, so you find 1,600 copper pieces, 700 silver pieces, 100 gold pieces. Oh, shit. Damn. Uh, you also find... Millionaire. You make it rain. You also find four gems. And you also Ooh, find... Oh, I can describe. I can describe that to you if you'd like. Yes, please. You find a pale yellow gem, <clears throat> a pale white gem, a red brown gem and a star rose quartz. Ooh. Red brown and star rose. So, uh, treasure of the party, you, you were getting all this? <laughs> Looks like it. Yep. <laughs> Good. Well, she is a dwarf. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I hate to be like money, kind money, of money. racist, but <laughs> yeah, the, the dwarves are kinder, the treasurers. I don't mind. <laughs> You also find at the bottom of the chest a glowing green potion of healing mm. and a scroll of detect poison and disease. Ooh. Sweet. I don't need either of those things because uh, I'm a druid and I can just cast spells. So wait, is this is the scroll detecting poison and disease or are there two of them? Oh, it's the same spell. Okay, got it. Got it. 
Oh, sorry. Also in the room, probably a very pertinent point that I should have mentioned before. Uh, you also find uh, a bunch of sort of sacks and crates filled with supplies that have obviously been stolen from the village. Oh, sweet. Oh. So having having ransacked the uh, the chest and uh, at the last moment discovered the uh, supplies, which you somehow didn't notice when you first entered the room, uh, Morda, you notice on the, the sort of crude kind of desk at one end of the room, uh, you see some papers on the table, uh, one of which appears to actually have some kind of writing on it, as opposed to just sort of strange drawings. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to have a look, see if I can understand the writing. All right, you you pick it up and uh, and you find it's actually a letter that's been written uh, in very sort of crude script. So it reads, Bifnor, attacking the human city in one month. Return to the fort. Actually, no. Can I can I read that in the, in like the orc voice? Oh, sure. Please do. Right ahead. I would prefer you did that actually. So it it reads the following: Lufnor, attacking the human city in one month. Return to the fortress, Gorthak. P.S. Bring milk. <laughs> do we recognize either of those names? Not that you can remember. Damn. Uh, do we think anything about this letter? Attacking oh, human city in one month. Yeah, the human city. We're not in the city yet, are we? We're going to go there. You're so... going there, yeah. Is it dated? No. No, it's not dated. One month could be today! <clears throat> well, we should be careful when we go there. And then if we do, <laughs> yeah, nothing's could, happened. Maybe could we already should, uh... be too late as well. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we should, like, notify the guard or something. Hopefully they'll believe us. Bring the Wait, letter. is this the we... fortress that we're in? No. So it's probably... They've only probably just got it or something. There's that big orc fortress, remember, on the hill or whatever. So if they haven't returned to it yet, then... Mm, well, because we killed them all. <laughs> True. Now we know that there is an attack being planned. Mm. We'll keep the letter, just in case. Yeah. Cool. I guess we can get all the town stuff and everything, head back, and uh, see if Poe's alright. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, Mithra seems to have picked his bow, and, he, and he's just kind of waiting for the two of you come along let me wander up to Poe I guess <laughs> all right so you, you you climb on out of the, uh, the the basement of the tower and sort of dump the supplies at the top of the uh, of the tower and and Poe what what do they see when they come out onto the into the the ruins of the tower no Poe is what they see <gasps> what they do see is a scaly little green humanoid creature with the biggest daggers you've ever seen. They're like up to his neck if he put them next to him. And he's got the biggest, evilest snow on his face. Huh. What have you done I with Poe? <laughs> Hello? Oh, I'm the goblin at this stage. <laughs> yeah, you're the goblin. This was your idea, so you are the goblin. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, it, he, goblin voice, goblin voice. I'll be disappointed if it isn't authentic. He, he's holding his his daggers, and he, he looks so ready and thirsty to strike. And that was the last question he was expecting, so he looks a little taken aback. And he's like, "Watch Poe. Poe's our friend. Yeah, like a monk-shaped human. I don't know anything about a monk. Prepare to die. And then, uh, and then he leaps." Through the air, he crouches down and flies up with the, with both the daggers pointed at uh, at poor Mithras's head. 
And then just before, just before it reaches him, <laughs> a staff comes out of the darkness of the corner of the tower, strikes him on the head, and he falls to the ground. But like Ooh. in a baseball fashion. So when I say the ground, I mean the wall on the other side of the room. It's easily confused. Poe, you're back. Poe smiles and says, hello, my friends. I'm sorry for leaving you like that. Do you know who this is? Who who is? The dead goblin. Uh, well, yeah. Doesn't matter anymore. Oh, oh is he d- dead? Just, j- just a wanderer, I'm sure. The the goblin seems to be not dead, but uh, but sleeping in a sort of coma-like fashion in the, in the corner of the tower. All right, then. Well, Poe, can you help us? Uh, we found these supplies, and we're going to take them back to town now. Oh, we've killed all, all the orcs as well, so... Yeah. Thanks for helping with that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had every faith in you. In you. I'll, I'll explain uh, my absence in, in good time. Uh, and then he grabs uh, as many bags as he can possibly carry, to the point where he actually looks like he's overburdening himself, uh, and, and starts to walk down the stairs of the, the tower. Cool. So let's head back to town. Uh, just as you're about to leave the tower, uh, you hear a kind of pathetic sort of groaning as the goblin wakes up. And he goes, oh, oh, my head. Wait, wait, don't, don't leave me here. Surely, can you, can you guys take, take me with you? I, I could help you. You guys, you guys seem really, you guys seem really tough. I, I could, I could hang out with you, right? And I could, you know, I could, I could do your laundry and, and, and stuff. Come on. Just try to attack us. Yeah. With two daggers. Well, I'm a, I'm a, well, yeah, but I mean, look, they're way too big for me. I, you know, I couldn't possibly, I couldn't possibly hurt someone so tough. Right. Besides, I, I'm a goblin. I'm supposed to, uh, to attack people. Well, how do you, how do we know you won't attack us again when we're sleeping or something? Well, you know, we goblins are very sort of primitive tribal creatures, so thus, by the virtue of proving yourself as the strongest member of the tribe, you have now achieved an alpha position within the sociological structure of my, uh, you know, simple goblin brain, and so I feel no desire to attack you anymore for fear of retribution. Poe just breaks out in, in the warmest and most genuine laughter um, <laughs> out of just sheer confusedness at the creature and he says tell me young goblin who do you work who did you work for oh well i used to be part of a a big big goblin tribe that used to roam through these woods but when most of them went to work for bazgalub and the orc fortress i was left behind because i mean i'm a very small and puny goblin so i was i wasn't needed he then he then like a, a single goblin tear rolls down his face what's your name oh uh my 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 name is uh biddledump <laughs> biddledump this time biddledump. Po, po like breaks out in laughter but tries to suppress it biddledump yep biddledump and biddledump when you were with your your tribe um what what was your job oh i i mainly i mainly washed clothes and uh and and cleaned the uh I, I believe the I believe the commonly accepted term is, is night soil, uh, but mainly it was just shit. <laughs> <laughs> so little dump, clean the big dump. Hey, um, I tried. Never heard that one before. 
No, no, no. I, no I've, I've, I've never heard it before. All right, what do you guys think? Poe um, takes one of the sacks um, uh, off his back and tosses it gently towards the uh, to, towards the goblin and says, well, you can start by carrying this. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. I, I, I tell me, I, trust me, I, re- I really appreciate it. You know, I'll, I, I, I won't let you down. And you know, I'm gonna. And then he just kind of carries on for a, a, like quite a long time, really, Sweet just like. you know, promising you that he's going <laughs> to do like such a good job. Sweet. All right. Hey, we have a slave now. <laughs> Come on. Everyone <laughs> is not a slave. I'm still a little distrustful. I want to know why he wants to. Go with us. You're um, the best judge of character, so I'll defer sorry? to you. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just content to watch and keep an eye on him. I'm still kind of distrustful. All right. Well, I guess we we set off with our sacks, presumably just filled with yams. Uh, cheesy, towards, cheesy sacks. <laughs> to, towards uh, Leapton, Leafville, Leafton, uh, Leafton, yeah, 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 Leafton. Oh. Fernshire. No, Fernshire is the city. Fernshire, oh, that one. Oh, that's right. We're going back. Sorry. You, no, you got to go back to Leafton. Yes. Fernshire no. is the big city. Okay, good. We're good. Leafton. I really should have given them different names because even I actually sometimes get <laughs> confused. I just remember Shire is bigger than a town, which is Tom. We, we head back to Viridian City or whatever the, <laughs> the grass gym was. <laughs> I immediately got the song stuck in my head. I don't, I don't understand what that means. I don't know what Viridian City is. You didn't watch Pokemon as a kid? Yeah. Anyway. No, I, no, of course not. Of course. I, the Viridian City song was the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah. And I mean, our friends okay. We're now tangential. Anyway, we head back to Viridian City. <laughs> We're never tangential. Um, okay, so, so, you're, so, you, so you, head, you head on back to uh, Leafton. And uh, you, you, the four of you are sort of clipping along on your horses and, and Biddle Dump is, is doing his best to, to keep up with your with your pace on his little stumpy legs while carrying oh, a sack well, that is essentially just filled with... Uh, no, you only have four horses. Mm. Yeah, but he's small, isn't he? Yeah. He can fit on with Anya. Be like a whole person uh, there. Uh, okay, I put him on in front of me, but I'm sort of... So I can keep a closer eye on him. Biddle Dump is just having the time of his life. He's so happy. Oh, I think he's cute, but I don't trust him. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So, so, you, so you guys ride on, ride on back to town, and um, and you sort of you come up through the main street, and and then you see uh, you see Lombard because um, he's like the only person who actually lives in this town. Um, you, you you see um, you see Lombard, and he's kind of hmm? as as we're riding, I sort of say. I apologize, young goblin, but really, this is for uh, f- for in your best interest. And I kind of grab, you know, how there always seems to be blankets attached to the side of saddles. <laughs> oh <laughs> I yeah, just grab yeah, one of those blankets and I just throw it over uh, him <laughs> on on uh, Anya's horse. Cool. <laughs> Little dog goes. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I've I've never been so warm. Thanks. Um, yeah, so you, so you guys are riding up the uh, up the main street, and, and then you see Lombard uh, talking to to a village, and then he he notices that your to a that village? your horses are. Oh shit! He's talking to a villager. Okay, there we go. Yeah. yeah he's talking... <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, so, so you see Lombard talking to a villager, and then he notices that you guys are, are coming back into the village, and your horses are laden with supplies that the village rather sorely needs. And he, he jogs over to you, and he goes, Wow, I'm so glad to see you guys made it back from the orcs, and you even have our supplies. How, how did it all go? Pretty well. Swimming. We are... Well, we're pretty sure we got them all. My friends here are, are the the heroes of this um, this adventure. They uh, they they heroically fought uh, fought the enemies of your village and and have returned your your gear. We have reason to believe that uh, Leaf uh, Fernshire might be next, so we should hurry. No, what what gives them. you that idea? We found a letter that says they're going to attack the human city. Do they give any kind of time time frame or anything? No, we just. We just don't want to be too late, you know. So, oh, oh, that that's not good at all. You guys should probably, you guys should probably try and get there as soon as you can. Um, oh wow. Um, oh, listen, uh, I, I'm just gonna go and get Humphrey. He's got something really important to tell you. And he he wanders off, and he sort of leaves you standing really awkwardly with this um, with this this random villager. <laughs> and then the the Anya, the blanket in front of you, goes. Oh wow, this is this is really comfy. Um, you guys wouldn't happen to have another one? And the villager looks in horror at the talking blanket and just kind of shuffles away. <laughs> Bye, friend. <I> smile. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, and then uh, and Humphrey and Lombard comes over and, and and Humphrey goes, "Oh, it's so good to see all of you. Um, well, I guess I better." better take those horses back now <laughs> and then lombard like kicks humphrey in the ankle and he goes oh i mean <sighs> thank you for returning our supplies we really appreciate it you have done uh lots of good things for the village i am really happy to give you the horses and then he just kind of like looks like really dejected about it, and Lombard goes, "Oh uh, yeah, you know we we really appreciate what you guys have uh, what you guys have been doing for us, and and you know if you ever need a place to crash or 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 you know a place to you know hide from the laws, you know I know how these things are. Uh, you guys you guys feel free to come here. You know there'll always be plenty of feta and plenty of yams for you guys. That's that's so kind. Th- thank you very much. Did um. Did uh did any of the treasures somehow make it onto my horse? Did we like split it, sort of thing? Oh, you mean like the treasure that you got from the from the from the chest? All um, oh, right, I don't know. Treasure? Did it? Well, seeing as you helped uh, get that treasure, surely. I mean, but like, is it is it immediately in my my vicinity, as in on my horse? Well, how about you look at me, and I know immediately what you're thinking, and I grab. I assume I know what you're thinking. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm guessing you want to give them something? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just shoots Lombard. Just throw them. uh, I throw throw you the bag of money. Okay, uh, I just uh, I just take like a a good fistful of uh, of coins and and in two hands I kind of lean down from my horse and say, you know, we we can't leave you with nothing for. Oh, I was about to say my horse's name and I have no idea what it is. So it's now persimmon. Um, like per- per- persimmon has been such a good companion, and I couldn't take it from you without some token of our gratitude. I'll just hand him a general fistful of uh, of copper coins. Anya gets off the horse, 
gently trying to keep Biddle Bump, Biddle, Biddle, Biddle Dump uh, upright on the horse and runs over and quickly gives Humphrey and Lombard a hug each. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really, it's a really tender, tender moment. And, you know, they, 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 they return your hugs and, and Humphrey is very grateful for the, for the coins that you have, that you have given him in exchange for, in exchange for his horses. There are a few tears, mainly tears, of course. And as much as uh, we'd like to stay forever in your hospitality, uh, I fear that Lombard is right, and we we must away to uh, to Fernshire before it is too late. Oh, that sounds like a that sounds like a good idea. What are you guys gonna do once you get there, though? Uh, well, still working on those conversational skills, I see. <laughs> <laughs> if um. If this attack is uh, truly as dire as I fear it will be, um, unfortunately I feel we'll be straight in the fray as soon as we arrive. Uh, is, there a, is there any way you know to get to Fernshire faster? Is there a, is there a shortcut, perhaps? Uh, by far and away, the fastest way is to go along the King's Road, uh, which, you'll, which you'll see going out of town that way. And, uh, yep, you just follow it and it'll lead straight to the main gate, to the main gate of Fernshire. Okay. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And uh, uh, he smiles again, um, bows his head slightly from as as far as he can, uh, being up on a horse, and then kicks the uh, uh, kicks Persman to into gear. Anya gets back up on Lucy and tucks Biddle Dump back onto her lap and rides off as well. Uh, I give a, a grateful nod. And then I follow. How, how does a grateful nod go? I, I'm you know, curious. It's like a... nice. Obviously, great audio content, but, uh, yeah, everybody, but just everybody imagine heard, in your mind. Heard the gratefulness. The theater of the head mind. Head. A, a young demon type man <laughs> doing a grateful nod. <laughs> you sounded very briefly David Attenborough. And the young demon man expresses <laughs> his gratitude towards the village. His horns dip in appreciation. <laughs> and then he begins to mate. <laughs> With the horse. Whoa. Um, while, while we're riding, I kind of like uh, ride my horse over to, uh, to Anya and just whip the, whip the blanket off um, a Biddle Dump and, and throw it back over my, my horse. Oh, I think he liked it, though. Oh. Oh no, I'm, I'm I like the fresh air as well. You know that's that's fine. Whatever's whatever's good with you. <laughs> okay. But Poe's uh, Poe's riding with a with a certain furiosity sort of thing. He's got an intensity in his face, and he's kind of getting faster and and, and faster. I'm assuming Mithras is still following. Oh us yeah. <laughs> in complete silence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Mithras, Mithras has been following. He's, Contemplating he's the light. Just drool gushing from his head as he. <laughs> <laughs> He probably didn't even give a grateful nod. He just stared at them and then rode off. He's getting steadily and yeah, steadily no, he... more branded as this goes on. <laughs> you arrive in the next village and Mithras has shit himself. <laughs> Biddle dump. On to it. <laughs> Biddle dump begins to peel Mithras's pants off. <laughs> no. Okay, so, so the king's road. Tell us about the king's road. <laughs> We're trying to keep up with uh, Poe's furious gallop. Mm. 
Okay, you're trying to keep up with Poe's furious gallop down the King's Road. Uh, it's a it's a well maintained uh, road of of rocks and dirt through a, a very thick, lush forest that's uh, teeming with birds and deer and and all kinds of of small animals. It, it's a it is by all by all marks a fantastic uh, forest. Uh, Mithras, you feel sorry. More die. Morda, you feel particularly at home, and the and the the, the forces of nature are, are very strong within this uh, within this place. And as you're riding down the road at Poe's furious pace, uh, you notice a, a a certain young woman step out from the trees and wave you down. On your slows. Uh, never one to to turn up, you know, turn away a a helping uh, or a, a, a person in need. Um, Poe immediately but pulls on the reins and uh, and slows to a stop. Uh, you recognise the woman as a water the water water. Oh shit! Hey, hey, what how's it going? Oh, it's it's going really great, guys. Um, you know, I, I I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot better after uh, basically getting my ass kicked by a bunch of orcs. But um, you know, other than other than some wounded pride, I, I think I'm I think I'm doing all right. Uh, Anya, you then notice that uh, Water the Water Warden still actually has like a lot of bandages on, um, mm. and actually doesn't really look all that great. She's still looking a bit pale. What are you doing way out here? Oh uh, well, well, Lombard came up and told me that you guys were leaving, and and I just I just wanted to say that uh, I really appreciate uh, you guys helping me out with those wolves and and you know not letting me bleed to death in the street and everything, um, <laughs> and. <laughs> You know, as much as I as much as I'd like to lie to myself, I, I'm I, I'm not in any position to to follow you. But 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 rest assured, one day we will we will meet again. Uh, and then she she reaches into her uh, her satchel, and uh, and she she brings out uh, the these four little wooden coins, and she and she gives you each a coin. She says, you know, uh, amongst amongst rangers, these are a promise that one day. I will come to your aid, and I will repay the debt that I owe you. And then she then, you know, does like a, I don't know, a ranger salute of some description. I didn't really think it was fully through. And uh, and she says, one day, I'll see you again. And she waves and sinks back into the forest, and you, don't, you can't tell where she's gone, because she's such a good ranger. <laughs> Sweet. Even injured. Even uh, injured, yeah. Even injured, she's pretty fantastic. And your tucks the coin into her bosom. <laughs> rides Persimmon round in kind of like a circle staring at the coin uh, and then, then tucks it also into like that, that sort of bosom area but in the monk robe <laughs> tucks it into his man titties <laughs> just lifts so one develops. starts it in and then drops it uh, and then, and then after that's done, he just rides out of the circle and and uh, straight into a pace. Not not quite as fast as before, but but still with uh, with purpose. Will be following. Uh, uh, yeah, follow. <laughs> All right, Mithras goes, <laughs> and then follows. <laughs> Can I tuck his um, coin I, into I his along... couch or something for him? <laughs> Tries to eat it. Uh, I, I ride alongside um, Anya and say, it occurs to me that we probably should have asked how long this road goes. Mm. 
Well, I guess there's not much we can do now except try and get there as fast as possible. But, Maybe um, we'll see a sign or something. If it is like the King's Road and this is, you know, Fernshire, there'll be there'll be some indication. Um, Epo looks to the sky to see if he can sort of feel out the general hour. He's not looking for a to the second, but all right. Uh, make a make a nature check. Nature, into me. This is the rolling intermission noise. Um, intelligence. Um, it is a grand total of six. <laughs> a grand total of six. Yes. All right. You're pretty sure it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that for what it's worth. Around midday-ish. Okay. Um, it's it's actually night dark. <laughs> there is no sun in the sky. Um, well, uh, perceiving, rightly or wrongly, that uh, that there is still hour in, in the day and assuming to himself that orcs would most likely strike by night, uh, he picks up the clip just a, just a little bit faster. All right, all right, all right. So you guys are... are... Clabbering down, clabbering? Yeah, let's go with that. Clabbering down the, uh, banging the King's banging coconuts road. together and going for it. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, that's good. Right there. Wow, that was really good. I'm super impressed by that. It was a genuine horse. <laughs> are you like my horse? Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so you, so you guys are you guys are going down the down the the, the king's road at, at a at a mighty pace, and uh, as the as the path turns, you then start to hear uh, sort of yelling and 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 the sounds of of fighting, and you turn around the corner and there's a a, a man dressed in sort of nice ish looking looking clothes, not like opulent robes, but not like farmer clothes like like lombard lombard would wear and he's got a kind of like a, a dagger on the end of a stick and he's sort of poking it at a, at a bunch of goblins that are kind of menacing his cart and trying to you know steal away his his goods and he and he um and he and he sees you and he sort of yells and sort of like tries to to wave you over while uh while fending off the goblins um uh, I quickly flash a look at, at Biddle Dump and say, mm. Biddle, uh, do you think you can talk your uh, kinsman down? Oh, uh, I'll, I'll certainly, I'll certainly give it a go, um, but I can't make any promises. Uh, and and Biddle Dump, uh, and then Poe says, okay, and he uh, reaches out his hand, and Biddle Dump, oh, Biddle Dump uh, leaps from the from, leaps from Anya's horse uh, onto the ground. And uh, and uh, and approaches the goblins. Cool. Uh, and he and he and he sort of holds up his hands and he goes, "Whoa, whoa, fellas! Uh, you know, you reckon you reckon maybe we could uh, reckon we could maybe uh, stop this uh, stop this kind of stuff." Poe po rides <laughs> in close enough that he could sort of uh, hypothetically make a large leap um, if if one of them went for Biddle. Uh, and and one of the one of the the chief goblin sort of gestures to the other three and this sort of saunters over to Biddle Dump in a very sort of like you know predatory manner and he goes uh, I recognize you 
You're one of those one of those shit cleaning goblins, aren't you? <laughs> I bet you probably wash clothes as well. Build it up looks really hurt. And he goes, Oh well, yeah, but what's wrong with that? Uh listen, listen, fellas, uh you, you guys might wanna you guys might wanna clear out of here. You know, these 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 guys behind me, they're they're the they're the real deal. And he and he sees Poe sort of like behind him and he goes, Right, Poe? Tell tell him. Tell him you guys are the real deal. Poe uh, slips down from his horse and just pulls out his quarterstaff in like not a really show-offy kind of way, but there's a bit of a flourish in there. I uh, join him on the floor, <laughs> taking out my uh, great club in a in a suitably flourishy fashion as well. Anya just raises her hand and lets ice crystals swirl in her hand. Oh fuck, that's the coolest one. There's jewels twice as hard. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. That was way cooler. Uh, Alright, so can I get all three of you to make a intimidate check? Ooh. Yeah, let's intimidate. Ooh. Cool. Okay. Is it charisma? Oh, I got a natural 20, bro. Don't even... Oh, These guys shit. are so intimidating. <laughs> it's the horny as dude. I got a 5 plus 3, so 8. Intimidation is a... Charisma. Fourteen. Alright, alright. Uh, so, they kind of, they, they look at, they look at Poe and and they're a little bit afraid. And they look at Anya and their fear kind of lessens because, like, your ice crystals just kind of make your hands look a bit cold. They really make them look frightening. Uh, yeah. But then they look at, then they look at Mithras where it is like, you know, gleam. Fire's kicking out of his nose. He's got like a twelve pack abs, like so many abs. <laughs> they're actually like, you know, joining onto like, you know, his le- like he's got abs on his legs and he's got like, huge. Club Doesn't he have like he's... big leather pants on? Yeah, yeah. He's got like his tight ass leather pants, and they're, and they're like, just like, know, they're like shining like ass- in the sunlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, and then like <laughs> just just as he strikes his pose, like because he's a druid, you know, the forces of nature really conspire to help him, and that the wind blows out of the uh, blows out of the trees to, to, to bring the sound of a bear and a wolf howling and oh. roaring at the same time and his hair billows out behind him and the leaves kind of you know swish behind him as the, the talismans on the bottom of his club clatter together and it, and it br- and awakens a primal fear within the goblins and he goes holy fucking shit and they all simultaneously wet themselves and flee from the scene i don't get 20s often but when i do it's always just like the best thing ever what was the last How thing does oh, yeah, he broke that door down poe po, um walks over to to um to to monastan and just gives him like a huge thump on the back and then and then uh crosses over to the the cart owner uh, Biddle, Biddle Dump looks very, very pleased by this, by the way. He's like, you know, pumping his arms and like, you know, doing a little bit of a like victory dance because oh. he's like super, he's super stoked. I need to decide she trusts him now. After Side note, Biddle Dump is pretty fucking cute at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Cutest little shit cleaner ever. Completely forgot the fact that he tried to attack us. Um, oh, so, so, so you... Uh, so Poe, you say you approach the yep. the cart so, owner. So I approach uh, the cart owner. Um, uh, ho friend, uh, ho friend, what? Uh, <laughs> friend, you a ho? <laughs> um, what? Uh, what was that about? 
Uh, these goblins, they've been attacking my cart for the, you know, every time I try and come through the forest, they're always, you know, fucking my shit up and trying to take my, take the stuff out of my cart. And he, and he sort of hops down from the crates on his cart and, and sticks the, the, the dagger on a stick is basically what it is. And he sticks it away at the, the front of the cart and he sticks out his hand to Poe and he goes, the name is Torben Torbenson, owner of Torbenson's Adequate Wares. <laughs> adequate uh, Poe, uh, in, in a way... Like it uh, takes takes his hand with like both hands, but kind of cupping it, and kind of l- like a man who hasn't shaken hands very often, and kind of just holds it and moves it a little bit, and then then releases it. Uh, you you're not one of them fellows from the east, are you? I am indeed, and um, from from your accent, I I'm guessing you're not from these parts either. That's a very good question. I hadn't quite considered the, the second part of that. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the the Torbensons have been in this area for quite some time, but my family history is a little sketchy, I've got to be honest. <laughs> but they're home of adequate wearers and not the home of fantastic history, you know that, Well, it's it's a pleasure to meet you, uh, D- Torben. And uh, are you are you? Uh, that's Torben chance... Torbenson, thank you. Uh, sorry, D- Torben Torbenson. Um, are you perchance from from Fernshire? Oh no, but I'm from the I'm from the next village on the King's Road. Uh, the name of which currently escapes me. Um, <laughs> as I said, my my local history. <laughs> Torben just got like steadily more and more high or something. <laughs> I can see through my fucking hands. <laughs> You're seeing this right now. <laughs> um, Torben, you, Torben, sorry, Torben, Torbenson. You haven't, you haven't seen a, a group of, I don't know, marauding orcs around, have you? Oh no, nothing like that. There, uh, I've seen a lot of goblins out here in the forest. I've had a right hard time getting back to my village. Uh, but no, no, no orcs. Why? Why do you ask? Uh, we we just had news of a potential attack at uh, at Fernshire from uh, a, a nearby b- bandit party. Um, but if you haven't seen them, that's uh, that's for the best. Oh my, that's oh, that's very serious. Are you guys, are you fellows on your way to Fernshire to maybe warn in the king? Uh, something like that. We <laughs> make it sound dodgy, bro. <laughs> We're improvising. Hey, you, I, That's a good idea. Something like that. Are, are, are you not going to warn the king? Or are you going to... Oh, are you going to send him one of those wee little pigeon messenger things? Well, to be honest, uh, I mean, we probably should have guessed by the name of this road, but we didn't actually know there was a king. We just wanted to go and help. Oh, that's very, that's very noble of you, but no, yeah, the name probably should have given the king away. <laughs> but not very smart. I don't know. I don't know if I want to get sass from this guy. <laughs> he knows his own history or the village he's from. So, well, I might not know the extensive seven-generation history of my family. You, and he sort of notices your your tiefling. He goes, "Oh my, you're one of them them tiefling fellows, aren't you?" Do the horns give it away? 
No, it's more the 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 eight pack abs that oh, were sitting yes. on your thighs. <laughs> and the horns, I suppose, did give it away a little bit as well. But you know, I didn't really want to say. Is that is that a problem at all? Oh no, not not for me there, lad. But I suppose if you're going to come to my vill- come to my village, that the name of which I still can't quite remember off the top of my head. But if you're going to come to my village, you might want to put on yourself a little bit of a cloak or something. Maybe hide him. Well, thanks for the warning. Um, and if it's to kind of d- diffuse any tension, there might be. I'd say, well, well, aren't we an exotic bunch? Uh, <laughs> looking around at. Um, all the, the foreign friends. I, um, I get a cloak ready. Oh, speak for yourselves. I'm not foreign. I'm from around here. My house is five minutes down the road. <laughs> I, I put a cloak on and... True, but... Uh... Multicultural, I believe the term would be. Hey, that's well, a lot more sensitive. I like you. What What's your name? I'm Anya. Pleased <laughs> to meet you. Oh, looks a little bit embarrassed by a slip of the tongue. Now, Anya, would I be correct in assuming that you're one of them dwarves from the north? Uh, yes, you would. You would be correct. And if you don't mind me asking, what clan do you hail from? I've had a bit of dealing with some of the Ironborn clans, but I don't really know many of the other ones. Oh, uh, well, I, I'm from a I'm from a pretty small clan, uh, a very kind of reclusive. You probably wouldn't have heard of them. Well, it's the oh, hipster well... clan, quite clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and Anya sort of says, "So, so, um, this village up the road, um, I, yeah, uh, do you think maybe you could give us a road there, uh, give us a hand to get there or something? We we could probably you know, do with a bit oh, of, of a course. watering of the horses and so on. Of course, I was always going." I was always going to take you there anyway. I mean, it's the least I can do for helping me out with this wee little goblin problem. I was going to take you to my house and maybe give you some... I don't know. Have you folks ever had yams and cheese before? Oh, we love them. (laughs) Oh, smiles and says, once or twice. (laughs) Oh, so you have had it? It's quite a lovely combination. We always love it in our village. Did you know we grow the best yams in all the forests? We shall see. Oh, quite the connoisseurs, are we? <laughs> uh, Poe po suddenly uh, snaps and gets a, a little bit serious and says, um, and and looks at his friends and says to them, um, as as much as uh, I, I love yams and feta as much as the next guy, but I think there's something that's slightly more pressing. Mm. Oh, you're right. The name of my town. I didn't even say. I'm so sorry. The name of it is, and then he sort of uh, punches in some numbers on his fantasy name generator, and he goes, "the The name of my village is Grimward." Grimward. Are you sure it's n- not something nature or grass related? Oh, that's a good point. Flower field. <laughs> it's called. Let's press that one again. <laughs> it's oh, that's a good. It's called Moss Pass. I can't believe I didn't remember that before. I'm so sorry. Tobin, Tobinson, can we um, can we take a? Uh, we appreciate your offer, but can we take a rain check on Moss Pass? It, we'll definitely pass through and and visit you soon, but we really must uh must 
away and, and oh, see the king, as, as you said. Oh, I, I don't think you really understand. You have to pass through Moss Pass. The king's road goes through a village. What I'm saying here is I'm really insisting that you come to my house and eat some fucking dinner with me, alright? God. I don't know how you do things in the East, but you know, when you save someone's life from a bunch of goblins by invoking the powers of nature and having your hair billow out behind you like some kind of elvish model, you've got to go to someone's house and actually share a meal with them. But, you know, whatever. If that's not how you do it out there, feel free to snub me. I don't know much about conventions, but I feel like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> hey. And I do think the horses could do with a bit of water, and I'm getting kind of peckish. So maybe it would be good to have a brief so, stop and then continue on. Seeing that his, uh, his party members could uh, would appreciate the stop, um, uh, Poe blushes slightly and says, uh, of course. All right, then. So uh, Torben Torbenson uh, gets up on his on his wagon, and he sort of, you know, knickers, is that is that a word? Obviously, I think we discussed this last is, time. Uh, no, no, no. no. That, was, that was the noise that the horse makes. That it, it's it's wickers is the noise that you know it is. Or isn't that terrible? Winnie? Sam, you do it. You're good at horse. That was more of a yeah, Sam, you do it. <laughs> Channel the horse. You do it. What, what noise does the horse make, Sam? Oh, I've done it once, and now people think I'm a good horse noise maker. <laughs> I'd hate to ruin that. No, no, do it. No, do come it. On. Do it. We believe in you. Prove, come it. On. Prove your abilities. This, this is gonna come out. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Whoa. You guys, hear that? Like, guys, there's a horse in the room. <laughs> Sorry, um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my, my, my horse is he's feeling a little bit under the weather, <laughs> so you know, a horse he doesn't really make a lot of noises. Uh, you know, come along. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, can't remember the name of my horse. I, my memory is not what it used to be at all, eh? Tell you what, having th- having two children will certainly do that to you. So. Uh, just uh, from my general eyes, how old is Torben Torbenson? 30 or so, I guess. From your general human? eyes? Yeah, 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 he's a human. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so he, he kind of, you know, hears the horse. And, Not that uh, race and... matters, children. Race, <laughs> race, race shouldn't matter. I pop Biddle Dump back up on the horse and climb up behind him. So uh, so as, as, you're, as you're riding off, uh, to the to the village, uh, Torben Torbenson turns around and goes, "Oh, by the way, your drooling friend over there, what's his name?" <laughs> um, Mithras. Oh right, I just wasn't oh, sure if he was actually him. with you or if maybe he just sort of wandered in and I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, he's he's kind of he's kind of zoned out in the moment, but he'll be fine later on. He's been a little right, uh, pensive for the last few days. Hmm. Well, that, well, that's understandable. Uh, to to punctuate pensive, he kind of just slumps forward in his saddle and, and it's like <laughs> his head's resting against the horse and just kind of smacking along as it, as it rides. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so after, um, uh, you know, just a, a few sort of hours, the, the, the day is kind of closing. Uh, you you eventually arrive in in a village, which true to Torben Torbenson's word, uh, the uh, the the main entrance of which is flanked by two large boulders, which are covered in moss. Yeah. Uh, so you, you you pass in between the the boulders, and uh, 
And just next to the entrance of the town is kind of like a, a, a sort of a general store, which a, a woman and uh, and a small girl and a small boy are kind of locking up and obviously about to go home. And they turn and Poe waves like a little too enthusiastically at everyone as he's like riding past. I pull my cloak up a little tighter. Uh, and so the the woman turns around. She goes, "Hey, Torben, I'm so glad you're meeting back. All right." And they run over and they sort of have like a nice little tender, you know, family family uh-huh. hug. And uh, and as they're as they're hugging and and Torben and Torben sort of going, hey, "So these are these are my new friends, you know, uh, Anya and Mordai and and the the drooling one is Mithras and and the one." who doesn't understand basic uh, social convention. His name is Poe. You know, if you offer him food and he rejects it, don't take it personally. Uh, As he's introducing you, uh, she she turns and she says, I'm I'm Torben's wife, Joanna, Joanna Torbenson. Uh, and 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 this is and this is our daughter, Adeline, and, and this is our son, whose name neither of us remember. <laughs> Because at the time of writing, Torben only had a daughter, but that didn't seem to fit at the time. So now we have a son, and you know he's only three, so we haven't given him a name yet. Of course, he hasn't reached his uh, his name day. Precise. Oh, maybe he maybe uh, Torben. Maybe he knows more than he's actually letting on. That's quite impressive. And uh, and so so as you're sort of having this conversation about the unnamed uh, small boy, uh, you 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 see a procession of people in red sort of headscarves uh, being led by a man in brown robes uh, across the across the the main road of the village, uh, and the man in brown robes has his sort of hands together in his robes, much in the same way that Poe normally does, and he's sort of shuffling along and they're sort of amongst each other. And then he notices Torben and his family and the uh, the group also kind of turn and notice Torben as well. And they all sort of get oh, very, oh, very excited and they sort of come over and, and the, the man in the brown robes goes, Torben! Torben, it is so wonderful to see that you have made it back alive from the forest. And everyone sort of behind him goes, alive from the forest. And he goes, who are your new friends? And he, he brushes past Torben. And he goes, I am Baldrick. And then without waiting for you to actually introduce yourselves, he goes, I am the leader of the order of the outer plains in this village. For you see, my friends, the powers of the gods are where and then he begins to just pontificate on and on about the the weaknesses of the gods and the strength of the outer planes and how they will lead the village from darkness and and torben and his wife both just kind of look at you in a very sort of like you know that sort of like meta genre of comedy that's really popular in the u.s where like the characters actually look at the camera it's kind of like that except you guys are the camera and they're just like are you like get a see in this shit right this is some, this is some bullshit, <laughs> and um, and then at that point, uh, Baldrick is sort of he, he's looking at you and he's pontificating, and then he stops on Mordai, and he goes, "My word, Lord, you have come, you have come to us," and everyone in the red robes goes, "Comes to us," and he goes, "You, you are a tiefling, are you not?" Uh. 
Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> so eloquent, so well spoken, and everyone at the red and the red heads guys goes, well spoken, <laughs> and and he goes, please, Lord, you must allow us to listen to your wisdom, and he and he sort of falls to his face along the, on the ground, and and all the people in the red heads guys also fall on their faces to the ground, and he goes, please, Lord. Bless us with your wisdom. And everyone in the red-haired scars goes, Wisdom. And then he goes, Lord, it is the end of the episode. And everyone in the red-haired scars goes, End of the end episode. Of the episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you ever so much for joining us this week. I think we're going to wrap it up. That was awesome, dude. <laughs> that was really cool. That was fun. I feel like Nick kind of... The podcast, really? Bit, huh? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I know. I was like, Nick, can you just shut up, man? Yeah, yeah. What, a, what an asshole. As always, thank you so much for joining us this week, everyone. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, if you would like to uh, possibly talk to us, uh, you can find us on Twitter. We are at 4CNG Podcast, uh, or you can find us on Facebook under For Crits and Giggles. Uh, alternatively, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, and if you are feeling particularly generous, you could leave us a review, which uh, we always, always appreciate. Uh, and in fact, if I can find it, we'll have one to read out on this episode. But a whole review, really? A whole one, yeah, a whole one review, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, if I can, uh, if I can find it. Sorry, it's just somewhere on my on my on my drive. On okay. my drive. Come on. Sorry. The good news is we can edit this out. <laughs> yeah. So I can just be like, we have a review to read. And here is the review. Any second now. Or you can find us on iTunes and subscribe. And maybe, if you're feeling generous, you can leave us a review. Such as, but certainly not limited to, this one. Benno Iceman says, Crits and Giggles hits the spot. Well, actually, he actually says, Grits and Googles hits the soft. But we'll let that slide. He says, Once you get past some of the awful sound quality issues, this group of not-so-nerdy D&D players reel you in with their own take on an increasingly popular type of podcast. While some of the humor misses the mark, the fact they seem to be doing it as much for their own entertainment as anybody else's gives it a sense of freshness. Added to this is their willingness to take setbacks such as one of their number not showing up and then not turning on his microphone when he finally does, with a plum, and then to turn it around by adding it to the storyline. One gets a mental image of a dungeon master who is doing his best to herd a particularly unruly herd of cats, while taping together mic wires and doing his best not to laugh out loud himself. A varied cast, some truly odd pieces of high humor, and an ever-improving presentation makes this a podcast that will just get better. Have a listen. Five stars. Nice! Thanks, Benno Iceman. Yeah. Say, say hi here. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so if you would like to leave us a review, uh, we would really appreciate it. Uh, you know, it helps us out a lot. You know, it makes it so that we we get listened to by, by more people. Um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, Catchy sign up. You can do it this time. I believe in you. Uh, oh, the, uh, no, the, well, no the, the other thing I wanted to say was... Um, over the, no, this, this I actually forgot to do this last week. But I'm over the last uh, few weeks or so, uh, we've had a lot of new uh, a lot of new Twitter followers and a couple of new Facebook likes. And 
our subscriber numbers are up. Not like, oh. you know, in hundreds or, any, or anything like that, but you know, we've been averaging around 30 or so um, every day. Uh, so I just wanted to say like a really huge thank you um, to everyone who's followed us and uh, interacted with us on Twitter. Um, we're really nice people, so feel free to talk to us uh, like directly. Um, uh, but yeah, but we just you know we just really really appreciate everyone who's actually like taking the time to actually listen to you know what we're actually doing. Um, it, it really like you know it's super crazy to actually think that there are people who are listening to this. Um, so you know I, I can't I can't overstate enough like how much we actually appreciate it. Um, so yeah, so so again, thanks for joining us this week, uh, and we hope to we hope to see you next week. And by next week, I will not have a good sign off for this podcast because it's just never going to happen. Goodbye <laughs> um, and stuff. Uh, nice. Good night, friends. Farewell. And it reads. <laughs> Sincerely yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very orcish letter, you know? Very guttural.